0: Oh, love that song. All right, let's chat with Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun this morning, because we need to talk about why the B.C. government seems to be so reluctant to do something about fuel taxes. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simmy. Okay, so Alberta, I understand Alberta's situation is different. I mean, they clearly have the financial wiggle room to do this with the way crude oil prices are going, but it kind of increases pressure on B.C. to do something.
1: Yeah, and look, the B.C. government is budgeting for a deficit of, I don't know, $5.5 billion in the year ahead, so it's not like they're being very frugal in the way they spend public money. The new Democrats feel it is just terribly, terribly unfair to keep raising the question of B.C. having the highest gas taxes in North America in connection with the spike in gasoline prices, because everybody knows it's not the carbon tax or any other tax, it's Putin. And therefore, that's who we should be blaming for this and not pleading with the government to provide relief. Now, Simi, I'm guessing that the listener who's lining up and paying $2.10 a litre or whatever the hell it is in Vancouver today doesn't much care whose fault it is, he or she just wants relief because they're on a budget and they can't afford it and they have to commute or they have to get their children to school or they have to get to work. Exactly. yeah. And since they can't really put political pressure on Putin to do something about it, uh, they're putting pressure on the provincial government to provide relief in heavens only knows john horgan has said enough times over the years that by george he's going to do something about these high gas prices he's been saying it for years he hasn't done anything but he said it so strikes me he's fair game consider the possibility Mm -hmm. that the reason the new democrats aren't doing anything is because in the long term they welcome high gas prices I mean, the government's whole climate action strategy is to get us out of fossil fuel and into clean sources of energy. In the case of automobiles, they want us to buy electric cars. So very high fuel prices, oh, yes, they'll wring their hands and they'll like, share right. our pain, but this is government
0: strategy. This is their long-term plan. But there's nothing we can do. So, Vaughn, I've actually been shopping for an electric vehicle. Uh yes. My car is 10 years old. We're look- I've been looking around. I, I can't get anything. Yes. I walked into a dealership on Friday afternoon, and I said, oh, can I ask about your X, the- whatever the vehicle was? And they told me, oh, two years. I said, yeah. what? And they yeah. said, you can order it now, but it'll be two years before you get it.
1: Yes, uh, that is the flaw. <laughs> In this idea, I mean, yes, I I suggested this in a piece in the Vancouver Sun last week, and I heard immediately from people who said, "Well, it's all very well for the government to really want to get us into electric cars, you can't get one, but but you can't get one. The waiting list was a year or two years." Um, and the other thing, of course, you hear is, and, and I've heard this a bunch of times, and never gotten a straight answer from BC Hydro. If everybody switched to electric vehicles, um, could the grid handle the demand for electricity? I mean, I've heard from people who are in condominium uh, developments, older ones, and they've tried to get you know their own personal charging station installed or one for everybody in the building with an electric car. And what they hear from the Strata Council is, We don't think the grid can handle it in our building. Uh, You know, the building was wired up for home entertainment centers and people having maybe electric heat, but on top of that, charging an electric vehicle, especially these high-speed chargers, which, you know, you want, so you don't have to spend hours, um, the the system isn't ready for it. So, as I say, my sneaking suspicion is that, the Enviro side of the NDP is quietly celebrating the arrival of high right. gasoline prices because it'll drive but, people to electric cars, except the flaw with that reasoning is
0: there isn't one. There
1: are no
0: electric cars. And I mean, none, Vaughn. I've gone yeah. to so many different dealerships, and when I walk into them, I say, is just tell me what you have in plug in hybrid or electric. And I've heard the same thing at every automaker, every place I've gone to, and that is we can get, we can order you one, but you won't get it until either late this year, next year, or in the case of the other one, two years. I have to wait for one. That's ridiculous.
1: And they're also very, very expensive. I, I heard a report from a friend, <laughs> even the Porsche dealer, like the people who are buying Porsches are not cash strapped. But I've heard that that uh, you know they can't you can't get one there either. So it doesn't matter what you're willing to pay, exactly. you can't get your hands on one, and uh, that's not going to change because of supply chain issues and the specialized materials that go into electric cars. Um, and of course, I've also heard from people. I'm sure you have uh, of people who, even if they could get their hands on a Tesla,
0: couldn't afford it. No, they can't, and that's the other issue. So even the lower priced. Uh, electric vehicles, they're the ones that you try going to a a showroom these days, and you're lucky if there's even a car in the showroom for you to look at. That's how bad it is out there. So I feel like that's a, a mistake on the part of the government, because then it feels like you're stranding people with no choices.
1: I agree. And also, this puts an insidious light on the NDP government's sneaky tax grab on resale of used vehicles. Because what they're doing is they're saying from now on, if you do a private sale of a used vehicle, it's not going to be the price you claim you paid for it. You're going to pay on what we say the car is worth. So again, it's aimed at fossil fuel vehicles. But the government's own budget papers disclose that the New Democrats know that that tax disproportionately hits low-income, and middle-income British Columbians. So this is the friend. This is the government that's the friend of ordinary British Columbians, low-income British Columbians, middle-income. But on gas taxes and on this tax grab on used cars, they're anything but your
0: friend. Okay, let's also talk about the Lytton situation, because I know for Lytton residents, I'm sure they were thinking yesterday, okay, finally, some news.
1: Yeah, the government says it's finally getting a start on rebuilding Litton. And then they kind of uh, realized that that didn't sound very good, so they a huge start. Well, it's been eight months since the town was destroyed by fire, over eight months. And finally, finally, they're getting a start on rebuilding the the town, the village. Uh, Mike Farnworth's quote of the day was, um... Has it taken time? Yes, it has. I'll say eight months. I, I, I'm not surprised that people there are fed up. Uh, farmers got asked, well, why has it taken so long? And We heard a parade of excuses. The soil was toxic. The uh, exit uh, route from the town was damaged in the floods. Um, they had to consult with First Nations because it's uh, the, the village was built atop of an the site of an ancient First Nations village, so everything has to be assessed archaeologically. Uh, they wanted to work with local government, and it took time to get the village reconstituted. I imagine if you're waiting for your town to get rebuilt and you've been living somewhere else through eight months, you know, again, you don't much care whose fault it is. It's taken too long already, and you know, the one thing, Simi. Yesterday, Farmworth was asked point blank how long. As quickly as possible. They've got no timetable, no deadline really? for getting that village uh, rebuilt. And, uh, you know, it's we're going to be doing this story for many months to come.
0: It sounds like it. Uh, Vaughn, thank you.
1: Bye-bye, Simi.
0: Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com.